This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. Kirstie Alley's final days. Her brave battle with colon cancer. What her close friend is saying today. So when did you actually find out that she was ill? I got a uh, phone call last Thursday from her secretary. She kept it from everybody. From her very first TV appearance as a game show contestant. Yes! To her very last on The Masked Singer. Then... Witness for the prosecution. She was crying, just shaking. A kid takes the stand at the trial of the cop accused of killing his beloved Ann. Put your hands up, show me your hands up. Plus, hunt for the shoplifter who shoved an 82-year-old Home Depot worker to the ground. The family's plea to the killer. And the return of the office holiday party. Just in time for COVID, flu, and RSV? With the nation in the grips of a triple-demic, a holiday party seems downright risky. To go or not to go. Everything is back. Everybody's excited. Then, the college roommate's murder investigation. Was there an argument at the food truck the night they were killed? What the enhanced audio now reveals. What do you hear in that instant? Plus, frightening live TV medical emergency. What happened? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. Tributes are pouring in today for Kirstie Alley. The actress passed away at age 71 after a short battle with colon cancer. Alley had kept her illness a secret from all but her closest family and friends. Jim Murray has more on her final days. Stunning revelations today on the death of famed actress Kirstie Alley. The cheer star died of colon cancer, and it came on fast, according to her family. In a joint statement, her two children said, We are sad to inform you that our incredible, fierce, and loving mother has passed away after a battle with cancer, only recently discovered. She was surrounded by her closest family and fought with great strength. 
Hi, it's me, Kirsty. This is the last video posted by Kirsty in September. She looked healthy while offering to do celebrity greetings on the website Cameo. Anyway, if you want something funny or you want something sincere, I would really try to be sincere. And just seven months ago, she appeared on The Masked Singer. She certainly seemed in great spirits. I spoke to Kirsty's longtime friend, Wally Crowder, who's known the actress 40 years. When did you actually find out that she was ill? She kept it from everybody. I got a uh, phone call last Thursday from her secretary. He says her secretary broke the horrific news. Stage four, she'd done nine treatments. So that was like three months worth of treatment that, you know, she was having back pain and, uh, I think she went originally for that. Hi. Wally shared this footage of Kirsty riding on a motorized piece of luggage, a project they were developing when she fell ill. Kirsty left Los Angeles just last year, selling her 7,000 square foot mansion for $8 million. She moved to Clearwater, Florida, where she owns several properties. Clearwater is also the headquarters for the Church of Scientology. Kirsty was a longtime member. It's not known when Kirsty was diagnosed. Doctors say screenings are essential for preventing colon cancer. It's hard to detect if someone has not had any kind of screening studies because the colon's inside the body. Something can grow in the colon to quite a large size before someone will have feel symptoms such as back pain. Here are other warning signs. Sometimes people have trouble going to the bathroom, constipation, and then the cardinal sign is blood in the stools. I'm from Kansas. I'm working out here as an interior designer. Kirsty launched her career in Hollywood by appearing as a contestant in 1980 alongside Lucille Ball on Password. Dapper. Right. Yeah. But it was seven years later on the sitcom Cheers, starring opposite Ted Danson, where she really found fame. You know, Mr. Malone, we've known each other only seconds, and I'm already tired of you. She won an Emmy for Best Lead Actress. But by the early 2000s, Kirsty struggled with weight gain. She found humor with reviving her Hollywood career on her comedy series, Fat Actress. I need my fat pants! Today, former co-stars are remembering the actress, John Travolta, who starred alongside Kirsty in Look Who's Talking and lost his wife to breast cancer, says, I love you, Kirsty. I know we will see each other again. Ted Danson remembers Kirsty as having a heart of gold. What do you want people to know about Kirsty Alley? Just how loving she was and how wonderful and how much she cared about people. <laughs> Hallie's children said as iconic as she was on screen, she was an even more amazing mother and grandmother. He's an 11-year-old boy in a very adult situation taking the stand at a high-profile murder trial. And the little boy was so effective on the stand, many in the courtroom were brought to tears. He's the shy 11-year-old star witness for the prosecution at the trial of a cop accused of shooting his beloved aunt to death. Fort Worth police officer Aaron Dean opened fire on a Tatiana Jefferson in her own home. How did you think she was hurt? Because she was crying, just shaking. What were you thinking? I was thinking, is it a dream? Her nephew Zion Carr had dinner with his aunt, but she burned some hamburgers and opened the door to her house to let out the smoke. A neighbor called a non-emergency police line. I'm calling about my neighbor. What's going on there? Well, the front doors have been open since 10 o'clock. I haven't seen anybody moving around. It's not normal for them to have both of the doors open this time of night. 
Officer Aaron Dean's body cam was rolling when he went to check out the backyard. The nephew says when his aunt heard a strange noise, she went to retrieve her gun. Then the cop went around the side of the house. He never announced that he was a police officer, but yelled at her to drop the gun. Put your hands up! Show me your hands! Up. A split second later, he fired, killing the 28-year-old woman. He claims she was pointing a gun at him. But when Jefferson's nephew took the stand, he said the gun was pointing down. Are you sure she didn't have it up at all? You told them something different about how your aunt was holding that gun, didn't you? The former cop faces up to life in prison if convicted of murder. It was video that shocked the nation. An 83-year-old Home Depot employee shoved to the ground by a shoplifter. Now, the grandfather of nine has died from his injuries while the suspect remains at large. We spoke with his grieving family who are pleading with the suspect to turn himself in. It's happening way too often these days. Out-of-control shoplifting at big-box stores across the USA. Usually, workers follow corporate policy and just let them go. But what happened at this Home Depot in Hillsborough, North Carolina, is outraging everyone. An 83-year-old worker who tried to stop an alleged shoplifter was hurled to the ground. Now that brave elderly man has died from his injuries. He lifted him off his feet. Army veteran Gary Razor stepped out of his booth to confront a suspect cops say was making off with three power washers. The hulking bad guy sends him flying. Razor is left sprawling in pain. You could tell that he was in severe pain and distress. And just to walk, casually walk away and load that stuff in a car and drive off. Razor suffered a broken pelvis and hip. He actually celebrated his 83rd birthday in the hospital. But the courageous senior's condition deteriorated. He died of complications from his injuries six weeks after the attack. The coroner has ruled his death a homicide. Adding to the heartbreak of it all, his son says Razor was on the verge of retiring. He was going to actually hang it up in January. Gary Razor's widow, Yovan, is also speaking out. I want him back. Jeff Razor says all police need to catch the killer is one good phone call. Somebody knows who this is, and somebody knows where he is. Somebody's going to see this, and somebody's going to go, you know what, he needs to man up and turn himself in. Home Depot says they are heartbroken losing Gary, who was an employee for more than nine years. His family has set up a GoFundMe account to help pay for the funeral. Just come to InsideEdition.com for more information. When it comes to holiday parties, don't be surprised if your office doesn't have one this year. With health experts warning of a triple threat this season with COVID, the flu and RSV, many are opting out of potential super spreaders, while others are saying party on. Amber Cogliano reports. To party or not to party, that's the dilemma facing lots of companies in America this year. With the nation in the grips of a triple-demic, the flu, RSV, and COVID, a holiday party seems downright risky. COVID-19 hospitalizations are at their highest in three months. RSV cases in children are still high. Flu is a huge problem this year. This is going to be one of the worst flu seasons in decades. But holiday parties are happening. The company Holiday Bash seems
seems poised for a comeback. New York party planner Alyssa Petinato of Allen Auto Events says she's fully booked. Everything is back. Everybody's excited. Those who are throwing parties are taking precautions. What are you telling your clients? We're telling our corporate clients to send out memos to let everybody know if you've been traveling extensively, you might want to refrain. If you don't feel good, do not come. And if you are feeling off, you know, get tested. If you're feeling uncomfortable, wear a mask. The big fear, bringing home a potentially dangerous virus to your loved ones. We made the really impossible decision to take our son off life support. Troy and Jessica Myers' baby boy, William, died from RSV just last month, and they're urging everyone to be careful. I know it's the holidays, and I know people want to go see their families, and I get it. I really do. But, you know, everyone needs to be washing their hands up to their elbows, especially if you have an infant less than three months old. And to protect yourself against COVID and the flu. It's never too late to get a flu shot. Um, and obviously a COVID booster for sure. Getting a COVID test before you gather makes sense. These are simple steps that you can take to keep everybody safe. The annual winter flu season usually doesn't get going until December or January, but this year it began early because of the simultaneous spread of other viruses. They're here. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are in New York City today as the palace braces itself for the couple to drop their Netflix series, which is expected to be chock full of royal bombshells. Here's Les Trent. More fallout today from the Meghan and Harry documentary, and it hasn't even aired. A whopping 7 million people have viewed the trailer on YouTube, and 400,000 are giving it a thumbs down. Just 22,000 give it a thumbs up. The British newspapers are going bonkers, blasting the Netflix show. I think people should at least see the documentary before you start complaining and all the hater and all the tsunami that's coming I'll against I'll say one Wait thing. till you see it. Last night, as Meghan and Harry arrived in New York City on a private jet, they continued facing heavy criticism that some of the videos used in the trailer are false and misleading. This photo claiming to show paparazzi beleaguering Harry and Meghan was actually taken at the premiere of Harry Potter in 2011 five years before Harry ever met Meghan. And when Meghan complains about being stalked by photographers, there's this video. Except the footage is actually photographers going after Donald Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen. Royal correspondent Robert Johnson says there's another moment in the documentary where video is used to suggest Harry and Meghan are being stalked. But he says that's just not accurate. There were three accredited uh, reporters in a position that they'd agreed standing next to their press secretary. So I found that you know, uncomfortable that that was the narrative they were trying to get across in the trailer, which was simply not true. If you're trying to document the truth and reality of their lives, that's not a good foot forward. And are William and Kate trying to steal Meghan and Harry's thunder? Look at these stunning photos released just today, taken last week in Boston. Kate sure looks glamorous. The first three episodes of the documentary will air Thursday. The final three will drop on December 15th. Not exactly the holiday gift the royal family wants. Meghan and Harry are in Manhattan to receive an award from the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Organization for speaking out about racism. Next, the college roommate's murder investigation. Was there an argument at the food truck the night they were killed? What the enhanced audio now reveals. What do you hear in that instant? Then, does the Avatar sequel really have to make $2 billion? 
just to break even? It's really meant to wow people and be groundbreaking. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Worries today for a veteran sportscaster who had a scary medical emergency on live TV. And we should warn you, the video's upsetting. Big for a 19-year-old kid. Wow. Keep your eyes on sportscaster Bob Rathman. The play-by-play announcer for the Atlanta Hawks basketball team slumps in his chair, then starts convulsing while his co-anchor keeps going, unaware of the emergency. I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. As Rathman loses consciousness, you can see someone off-camera reach in to help him. At that moment, the camera cuts away. So what went wrong? Rathbun's rep sent Inside Edition a statement saying the 68-year-old announcer, quote, briefly lost consciousness on the court. Emergency medical professionals on site quickly treated Rathbun for dehydration. I look for this key. The statement also says Rathbun is now stable and responsive. Since the murder of four University of Idaho students, there's been a lot of speculation about what happened when two of the female victims visited a food truck right before the slayings. Until now, it's been hard to decipher what was happening. So we had an audio expert enhance the footage. and You can actually hear what appears to be an angry confrontation. You're looking at enhanced video of the confrontation between two of the University of Idaho murder victims and another student at a food truck. The time, 1.30 a.m., just hours before the murders. Kaylee Gonsalves and Madison Mogan stopped for mac and cheese after partying at a nearby bar. Everybody seemed like in good spirits, nothing seemed off, and then they start interacting with a couple other people, they're waiting for their food. Now look at this. Video shows Madison pointing at a man in a hoodie who appeared to have followed them to the truck. We had the video and audio from the clip enhanced, and you can hear her using an expletive. Blank you, mister, she says. Police have already announced they have cleared the young man in the hoodie. Audio engineer Anthony Nelson enhanced the audio for Inside Edition. What do you hear in that instant? Um, she says, you. So was there an argument? If so, what was it about? Kaylee's parents say in their opinion, some of the individuals have been cleared too prematurely. Nancy Grace, host of Crime Stories, says the victims' families are being mishandled. Number one thing you do in a murder case is you locate the victim's family and loved ones, and you hold their hands from soup 
to nuts till you get that guilty verdict. All the way. Now, do I mean hand over your file and all the intricacies of the case? H-E-double-L, no. But there's a happy medium. These families should not feel this way. Meanwhile, the focus is shifting to where the other two victims, Zana Kernodal and Ethan Chapin, were between 9 p.m. when they were at a gathering at a Sigma Chi fraternity and 1.45 a.m. when they returned home, just a short distance from the frat house. Police fear students who have the information are reluctant to come forward. News Nation's Brian Enton is in Idaho. Police told me they want to send a message out to the kids here on campus. They're not concerned about what was happening at any of these parties, whether the kids were drinking or the college students were smoking pot or whatever. They're not going to get in trouble, police say. They just want the information about where Zana and Ethan were. Students back on campus remain terrified. One said she now carries a gun while others sleep with furniture blocking their doors. And when we come back, the big Avatar gamble. Can the sequel recoup its $2 billion budget? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Avatar Gamble. The stars of Avatar The Way of Water arrived in style on the blue carpet for tonight's premiere in London. The highly anticipated film is set to hit theaters 13 years after the original smashed box office records. And there is a lot riding on it, especially for director James Cameron. I know one thing. He needs the movie to earn a mind-boggling $2 billion just to break even. Fandango correspondent Nikki Novak is in London. This movie is three hours and approximately 10 minutes. James has said, even if you have to get up and use the restroom, it's fine because you're going to want to go see it again. He is that confident that people are going to want to rewatch it. And that's one thing that James is known for. And one of the reasons his box office in the past have been so successful is because he creates films that people want to see again and again and again. Will it be enough to bring audiences to the theater? We'll see when it's released on December 16th. When we come back, a very guilty dog. Finally today, guilty as charged. Who made this mess? There's the suspect. Wait, how'd he get up there? Does he think he's a cat? And speaking of kitties, this feline is making a leap to his bed. Whoops, let's see that again in slow motion. At least he's got eight more lives. Be careful, poor kitty. That's Inside Edition. See you next time.
If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.